The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 50. Holy cannoli. I can't believe I've done 50 episodes. That's bananas. Anyway, we are going to be talking all about onboarding your new clients with Trello. But first, I really wanted to uh, reiterate that I have this really exciting project coming up and it's called the Systems Saved Me Summit. And I am bringing all my sexy system sisters and a couple brothers actually uh, with me to create a really, really awesome event. It's gonna be happening in August, but if you want to get on the wait list, I urge you to go to systemsavemesummit.com slash waitlist. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now, let's get ready to dive deep into onboarding your new clients. All right. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share this guest with you. One, I fell in love with her branding and two, her personality to go with it is so, she's just such a charm. Uh, so uh, Abby, I'm super stoked to have you on. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> go ahead and tell folks a little bit about you and your business. Sure. So uh, my name is Abby Ashley and I am the founder of the Virtual Savvy. So I help women launch and grow their own virtual assistant business from scratch. So anyone who's looking to uh, work from home, whether, you know, as a part-time thing to help make some extra money or uh, if they want to be a full-time virtual assistant, I help guide them through that process. That's awesome. That is, and so needed. Virtual assistants are like, God's gift to this earth. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a cool field because I, I, I think, yeah. you know, virtual assistants have been around for um, at least 10 or 15 years, but it's still, there's so many people who don't even know that it's, that it exists. And right. so, um, yeah, it, it's really fun to, to help people launch their own business. Yes, absolutely. So let's get into the juicy good stuff. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about client onboarding and you specifically use Trello. And so I'm really excited. Um, this is one of my favorite systems. Not that I don't have a system that's not my favorite, but um, <laughs> I, I really, really like this because it's all about client experience. It's all about supporting yourself and your business as well. Mm -hmm. So um, kind of talk about what it was like before you actually had an official client onboarding process and kind of what the, the trials and errors were. Uh, yeah. So, so I started my own virtual assistant business in 2012. And so I'm not sure if Trello wasn't around or if I just didn't know about it yet. I think it wasn't on the scene yet. Um, and so I actually had a process that was very similar to um, the way my onboarding process is now, except I did everything just with like Google spreadsheets. Like everything was on a spreadsheet. So I kept every project on like a different tab of a spreadsheet and um, it wasn't very pretty. It was functional. I made it work right. and no, I, 
could still onboard clients that way. But I love, you know, Trello with the ability to, you know, put in checklists and um, insert deadlines for certain things. So I know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to put a deadline. So if a client doesn't follow up, then I can, you know, have a, have a reminder for myself to reach out to them again and, and different things like that. So, um, really Trello has changed the way just makes, makes this whole process so much more simple now. Gotcha. I, I hear you on the spreadsheet life. I definitely was a spreadsheet person before yeah. too. And, and I still am. It's funny because even, oh, yeah. even now my team makes fun of me a little bit because there's certain things that we still do on spreadsheets and they're like, Abby, come on. Like, right. It's time to switch. I'm like, I know, (laughs) but I'm I'm still a little bit of a spreadsheet addict. So yeah, I totally get it. So then kind of what, um, was there something that happened when you were doing spreadsheets? that was kind of like, okay, I actually need to move over and do something better. Or was it just like these little things that kind of added up and then you decided, okay, let me, let me find a solution. Yeah, I think, um, so I had somebody create a Trello board for me for their onboarding process. Um, so I actually um, had somebody who was a Facebook ad manager. They said, okay, I'm going to send you this Trello board, which will explain exactly step-by-step like what you need to do. And so I still don't do that yet. I don't, I don't send my clients Trello boards, but um, it, which that is a whole nother topic, like, um, <laughs> you know, sending them and like having them work through. It was a really, really cool way for the two of us to communicate. And I liked that a lot, but it was the first time that I thought of, Oh, like I've never really thought about using Trello for my own onboarding and how that could be made more simple. And so it really, you know, like anything, when you switch to a new process, there's some, there's some initial time to switch over. Like it takes an investment. It like takes time to save time. Just like sometimes people say it takes money to, to it, it takes money to make money. Well, um, you know, it, it takes time to save time in the long run. And so, um, I had to say, okay, I think this in the long run is going to be better. So I need to invest the time and, and make that switch. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Love that. All right. So walk us through your actual process and system using Trello. Yeah. So, um, whenever, uh, so this starts out and this can apply whether you're a virtual assistant or whether you're bringing on anybody for some kind of freelance work, or even if you have like a coaching business and you're coaching clients, this process can still work for you. So we, um, so what I do and what I advise my virtual assistants to do is a six step process. And this is all integrated in Trello. So, um, you know, I don't have like a visual right now where I show you like how every card works, Um, but the process will be the same. So, uh, what we do is, um, we start off with a discovery call and that can, you can, you know, name that whatever you want, but it's basically a chance for somebody who hasn't hired you yet to, um, to talk to you. Uh, you know, I usually recommend using video calls like zoom or Skype to, to have a one-on-one call. Um, and then, uh, and I do also recommend that people prep for that meeting. Um, so we can talk, we can dive into these steps maybe a little bit later, um, but I'll, I'll just go through them quickly. So to do a discovery call uh, with a potential client and then um, whether they want to follow up or not, either way to send a follow-up email with 
you know, some detailed notes about the conversation. Um, so each one of these steps could definitely be like a checklist in your Trello board. Um, and then once they have agreed to, to take, you know, to hire you, then to send them a contract, a contract is very, very important, no matter uh, what kind of work Seriously. that you're doing. Yeah. Um, after a contract has been signed to send them an invoice, some people combine these two steps. They send a contract and an invoice at the same time. You might want to separate them out and you might want to feel them out just depending on um, the client, depending on yeah. the type of project that you're working on. Um, Number five, uh, what I do and what I, I think is really great, especially if you are a virtual assistant and your work is going to be ongoing, it's not just for like a one-time project, is to send a welcome packet. And so what a welcome packet does is it explains this is the way I work. So you kind of have that outlined in your contract, but that's a lot of like legal jargon. Yeah. And <laughs> So I really recommend sending a welcome packet that, you know, has a letter from you, has your picture on it, nice and smiling, like, this is who I am, and this is the way I work. You know, this is how quickly I'll respond to emails. This is, um, you know, if you want a rush project, if you want something done in less than 24 hours, then, you know, this is the way that works. Here's, um, you know if you want to refer somebody to me, then I, I like to give my clients like a referral bonus, that type of thing. So all that would be outlined in a welcome packet that you've already pre-made. So you don't have to do this, you know, a, a unique one for every client. Yeah. Um, you, you do that and then send, send that welcome packet. And then, uh, I also really recommend that people start off with like a kickoff meeting. So, um, another opportunity to connect one-on-one -on -one and to decide on how you two are really going to work together. If you're a virtual assistant and this is ongoing work, then you can, um, decide at that point, how are you going to hand off projects each week, you know, what, um, and really like kick off the way you guys are going to work on a continual basis. So those are the six, yeah. the six steps, discovery call, uh, send follow-up notes, send a contract, an invoice, welcome packet, and a kickoff meeting. Nice. So, right. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's quite a, it's a lot, but, which right. is why I definitely, I think that Trello integrating these steps into Trello, you can put deadlines for yourself. All of that is a really good way to, um, to house all of this because that's a lot. To remember if yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for every single client and they're kind of trickling in at different times and yes. all that stuff. So keeping <laughs> organized with that stuff is so, so huge for yourself. So then with the boards on Trello, um, for people who don't know Trello, it kind of, you move it visually um, throughout different cards and, you know, you can check out Trello, trello.com. But, um, and so with that, are you creating, so are the clients, the cards, and you move them along, you know, different, I don't know what the columns are called, um, but how are you actually inputting these six steps into Trello? Yeah. So, you know, I could say, I'll say the way that I do things, but um, one thing that I've noticed, especially when it comes to Trello, like uh, I have a VA that will create Trello boards for me sometimes. And I find that no matter what she does, I always end up tweaking things. And that's not yeah. her because right. what, what works for her brain and the brain, the way that her brain processes, I feel like every person's brain processes a little bit differently Totally. <laughs> good to like see examples and to, you know, all of that. But, but you kind of have to, to get in there and just, um, you know, put this in the way that's going to work best for you. So I am very like, I like working client by client. So I'll have 
one client on like a separate board and it, and, um, have each of the processes like put in with that client. But you could also do like, um, you could have, so you could have one card that's like, um, you know, like potential client. And then you could have one that's in discussion. And then you could have one that is, um, uh, you know, sent contract and you're kind of waiting for that initial. And so each, each part of the phases and then keep each person and then just move them on, move them along as they go along. Um, I think that that would be a really good way to do it. So I, I really think that you have to just kind of get in there, jump into wow. the mess a little bit and see which way your brain is going to process the whole system because an organizational system isn't going to work if it doesn't make things easier for you. You know what I mean? Totally. Like if it's going to take you more work because you don't really understand it and it's not simplifying things for you, then like there's no point in having the system at all. Right. So yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, that's why I'm even in business because I personalize people's systems for them. So it's, you know, I think it's a good point because people's brains work so differently. And while like I have an onboarding process, you have an onboarding process, everybody has their own onboarding process. We all do things very differently. And mm -hmm. so finding the software that you like, finding the actual routine that you like and what's going to work for you, you know, if you take the credit card over the phone versus if you send invoices, there's mm -hmm. so many variant like variables for your client onboarding that it really is helpful to get other people's perspectives because you could take something from here and there and everywhere just like with marketing or just like with social totally. just like all of those things. Um, yeah. So I'm glad there, that you brought that up. There's not one right way to do something, you know? No. So I think that you should gather information from all these different sources from listening to podcasts like yours, from, you know, from different people who have gone through this process before. And I mean, like if you're a virtual assistant, um, you know, jump into a, a Facebook group and say, what, what is your process? Like, I want to see some examples, shoot me some screenshots of what your Trello board looks like, or share your board with me if you guys don't mind, or if you're a graphic designer or you're a coach, whatever it is. Right. Um, I think that getting, taking an inside look at what other people's processes are, um, you know, and, and seeing, okay, maybe I could take a little piece from this, a little piece from this and develop something that really works for you is the best method. Yeah. 100%. And so then for you, your team is also using that same Trello board or is that mainly you using that Trello board for yourself? Um, so we've switched things a little bit. So um, I guess that that dives a little bit into my business. So as of now, um, I don't I don't take on any more one on one clients because I focus mostly now on teaching other people how to become virtual assistants. So yeah. um, now what we have is um, so, so my VAs, they will help me more project-based for, um, you know, um, either helping me write and edit my blog or helping me um, with course launches or with, um, you know, students. So like 
um, payment issues. If you know someone enrolls in my course, th those are the types of things that my VAs help me out with now. Um, so it's a little less of the onboarding process since I'm not onboarding people anymore. Um, now they're both onboarding people, so it's right, cool. Yeah. They, you know, they're still involved in the process. They will tell you that they use Trello and they use this system all the time. Um, but personally, uh, I'm not doing that as much anymore. So um, for me, we have a little bit different looking Trello board. We have, um, you know, what our current projects are. And so we'll have our current projects. I'll assign people to those projects. Um, we will have, you know, a card for future ideas, um, things that we want to do in the future, but that it's like, uh, let's put this here. So it's there and we have it written down and we don't forget about it, but something that we come back to. And so, and then personally, every day I wake up and I have a Trello board that is just an ABC to do list. So I have like the things that I'm going to do that are important and that I need to do today on my A list. Um, on my B list are things that are important, but don't necessarily have to get done today. And my C list mm -hmm. are things that, um, you know, are not as important and not as urgent, but that I still do need to get done eventually. And so they go. So I have multiple oh, cool. boards for all these yeah. different things. And so I even have a separate board for PR opportunities, like um, people that I want to collaborate with in the future, um, you know, places that I maybe want to be featured and what my process looks like for trying to, you know, contact all those different people. So that's, that is definitely all a part of this. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, tr client onboarding on Trello is just one little piece of the whole Trello ecosystem. For sure. Um, but it's a good place to start, I feel like. I think so too. I think so too. I think if there's one thing to really get organized, especially if you're taking on clients in any capacity is to take a look at like, okay, like almost put yourself in the client's shoes. And, and that's what we did with like these six points is okay. So, so somebody comes to my website or, you know, comes to me in some capacity on Facebook and they're like, I think I'm interested in hiring a VA. Okay. So what do you do then? You right. know? And so for me, I'd be like, hey, let's just schedule a time to, to talk. Well, that's your discovery call. And then I would prep for that meeting. So I would, before we have our meeting, I wouldn't just jump on the call. I would research the heck out of them. So I would yep. go to their website. I'd go on all their social media platforms. I, you know, I'd maybe sign up for their email list and see if I get something in response right away. Like I would, um, you know, I see what they already have in place. That way I'm knowledgeable when they come yep. in. I look and see like, what are they lacking? Like, okay. Um, you know, they have like an awesome Instagram and they have, you know, this huge Facebook community, but they literally, they have a blog and they have no Pinterest at all, like no Pinterest presence. Well, maybe that's a thing I could mention to them. Like I could help them with Pinterest to drive more traffic to their blog or so, you know, like, um, so I think it's really important to go through the process and, and ask the what ifs like, okay, so what if I have this call with the person and I send them a follow-up email and they don't respond. Well, what's my process there? You know, yeah. ask all the what ifs. What if I send them a contract and it's been a week and they still haven't paid it? What's that what if? And like to put that all into your system. So really like name out all the steps of what your onboarding process is going to look like, put it in Trello, but then take a look and be like, okay, let me ask the what ifs for all of these different situations too. All right, so we're gonna jump into the last few questions. Uh, what was your best financial investment in business? Ooh, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, so, oh, and I have to narrow it down to one. 
Um, so, I mean, most recently I um, hired a coach. I had hired some coaches in the past, actually, um, a little hastily. Um, and I didn't get the results that I was hoping for with those coaches. They were actually some like high priced coaches that, um, I, I think because it was like such a high price, I was like, I need to make my money back in 30 days. And, um, and I ended up getting disappointed. And I, I really had jumped into those coaching opportunities with, um, with like not really, knowing a whole lot about the person. It's just like, I got on a phone call with them and I was like, Oh, they seem, they seem really like, they seem like they know what they're talking about. Take my money. And so, um, with the last coach that I hired and, um, I mean, I, I can just tell you guys, I hired uh Dana Mulstaff from Foss mom and she's phenomenal. And yeah. the thing is, is that I had, I had listened to a lot of her stuff before. Um, I had, you know, read some of her blog posts. I had gone through like some of her little mini courses and, and we jumped on a call together and she really knew what she was talking about. And so I think that, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that if somebody gives like a ton and ton, a ton of free value, then I know that their paid stuff is going to be just as good. And so if not better, and that, that's definitely the way it was for her. Um, and so I, you know, jumped in and she's helped me a ton. So that's been, that's been a great investment. I think that, you know, investing in a course or investing in a, um, a coaching program, I think everyone should do that. Like, you need some kind of guidance in your business. There's something that someone can add to you, to your business that you don't have yourself. If you haven't gone down that road, then you need somebody who's gone before you. And so that's what I do for people who want to start virtual assistant businesses. It's like, Hey, I've done this. I've gone down this road. I've landed high end clients. I've wow. sold out my services. I've hired subcontractors. I've done all of that. So let me show you how to do it too. And so, um, but then with the other side with like, building online courses and things like that, I needed to go after somebody who had done that before, someone who had a bigger email list than I did and somebody who had successfully launched courses before. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that's definitely so far, I mean, has been an awesome investment. Yeah, no, I, I really like her. We're actually speaking at an event together next month. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So she's, I, I haven't gotten to meet her and I've sprinkled in some of her stuff, but she seems super legit. Yeah. Um, yeah she's great. And then uh, what was your worst financial investment in business? <laughs> a coach. <laughs> <laughs> like the exact same thing. Yep. Um, oh, well, I'll, maybe I'll say two. So two things. Um, one, um, I jumped really hastily into a coaching relationship um, just because they were super uh, convincing over the phone and I didn't do my research too much. Um, I, the thing is like the last coach that I hired, she was like, go do these things. And she told me things to do before we even hired. And I was able to see like actionable results before we even start working together. And I was like, okay, like if you're going to keep giving me more of that, then this is great. A persuasive speech is not what you should hire somebody off of. So, you know, make sure that you've actually been able to take steps, what they've given you for free. Um, 
uh, moving forward. That and I also, um, while I absolutely love my website right now, I think I jumped into it too quickly. I spent like almost $7,000 for my website, which is nuts. It's like a custom made site, which I hadn't even made any money yet in my business. I don't know why. I, I just thought, I just, I don't know what I was doing. I like jumped in and I was like, I have to have the best website. And so the guy I hired, hired is amazing. He's phenomenal. I love my website. And now I would purchase that website, but now I've made money in my business. I did not have done that um, before I had, you know, all the money to support it, but you yeah. know. I did what I did and yeah. I've made one back now, so it works, but yeah, so it's all yeah. there. That's all good. Well, awesome. Well, where can people find you online? So website, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, yeah. wherever you are. Yeah. So the virtual savvy.com, uh, that is my website. And, um, if you're somebody who's looking to start your own virtual assistant business, then I do have a free checklist. It tells you step-by-step, step, you know, we love systems and processes. So, um, the virtual slash checklist, you can grab a free checklist on how to get started yourself as a virtual assistant. If that's something that you're interested in. Awesome. Yeah. And so that will also be in the show notes. So you can catch that um, as well there. And, um, thank you so much for coming on and being a guest. And I think a lot of people will be able to take little nuggets and nibbles and hopefully add it into their businesses. Yeah, definitely. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thanks for listening to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.